Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Marketing Mojo Show, featuring innovative tips, strategies, and approaches to give you a thoughtful edge to maximize your marketing momentum. Mojo Show, a forum for small businesses to harness marketing potential, capabilities, and the power of community. In the next 15 minutes, we hope you'll discover inspiration and motivation to make the most of your resources, time, and budgets to grow customers' engagement and the bottom line. I'm Lisa Chester Weir of LGK Marketing, a small business and proud of it. Today, we're ready to get our mojo going with a mobile marketing makeover. And we have a question for our listeners. Is your website responsive for mobile customers? Feel free to call in at one seven one eight six six four nine six four five or comment using the hashtag MyMarketingMojo. Our guest today is Brenda Stoltz, founder and CEO of Ariad Partners, and her company provides creative, practical, and sales-driven inbound marketing and strategic planning services. Thanks for joining us today, Brenda, and welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Lisa. I appreciate it. Okay. (laughs) Now, we start our show every time with a segment we call Six for Six. We'll ask you six questions in six minutes to get to know you a little better. So, Brenda, if you are ready, I will start the timer. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Let me give you your first question. What is the elevator pitch for your company, Ariad Partners? It's really pretty simple. We help businesses grow. We help generate leads, increase sales, accelerate value. Um, we really provide sales-driven, integrated in by marketing, strategic planning services to help businesses grow. Okay. Where do you turn to keep current on small business trends? Um, I use allbusiness.com. It's a source of expert information from successful small business owners. It's a wonderful resource. What is it, that again? Can you repeat that? Allbusiness.com. Business, all oh, allbusiness.com. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the articles are by people who've been there, done that. So it's really great, great information. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I go on that website a lot, too, so... Um, on to the next question. What is one of your favorite marketing tools? That is such a great question. There's a lot, but there are quite a few. But if I have to pick one, I'm going to say, and I'm, I'm a Brenda, partner, I will let you pick two. I will let you pick two. I'm actually going to say, <laughs> to pick two. All right, I can pick two. So I'm going to say HubSpot for <laughs> the first one. But that is, there's an actual reason. It is easy to use all-in-one tool. It covers everything you need for small businesses for sales and marketing. Even if I wasn't a partner, I would still highly recommend it. Highly recommend it. The second one then is going to be along the same lines, and that's WordPress. WordPress coupled with an email um, automation, like uh, email marketing, like mar- uh, Mailchimp or GetResponse. Um, I would say that would be the second one if you want. You need that foundation. So the first- you need the technology technical foundation. And so your, the first one was HubSpot? That is correct. Is that what you said? Yeah, okay. Okay, That's yes, correct. yes. I, I would have to agree with you on that. They have a lot of yeah. tools and a lot of free tools, yeah. too. 
what was your biggest market training? It's ex- right. I was so attracted to it for the small business market to begin with. I mean, I used a lot of uh, larger company stuff at the time, Aliqua, Marketo, Pardo. But um, for small businesses, HubSpot just has everything and the training, and it is really, really good. So, yeah, definitely. Okay, thank you. What was your biggest marketing challenge when you started Ariad Partners? <laughs> uh, time, and it still is. <laughs> um, it, I often joke on the cobbler whose children have has no shoes. My biggest challenge was and still is making the time to work on my own business and marketing. Um, I advise business owners all the time, and this is one of my most oft-repeated pieces of advice, but knowing it and doing it are often two different things. But like everyone else, I and my business are works in progress and constantly improving, so I'm working on, you know, taking the time out for my marketing. So I would say time, time to do it. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, what should small businesses know about the importance of mobile marketing? Do you have any stats or tips that you can um, enlighten us with? <clears throat> sure, sure. In 2008, um, someone named Mary Meeker, who is an analyst who reviews technology trends, predicted that mobile would overtake uh, fixed access, fixed internet access by 2014, uh, and were there. We have passed that threshold, and it's not a question of if anymore, if it's important. It's a question of understanding the analytics of your visitor's behavior to help you with your own mobile strategy. Um, you really need to understand your prospects and customers, and you can use Google Analytics, segment analytics, so that you can see what they're using when they visit your website, and that will help you drive um, drive your strategy. Interesting. What are some of the common issues, mistakes that small businesses should avoid with their mobile marketing strategy? Um, Not doing anything, (laughs) for one. Um, I think that's the top of the list. Many business owners can say, oh, I don't need to, or it's not worth it, or there's this investment, I can't afford it. And what they're not factoring in is the revenue that they're missing out on because they have, say, a static website that's not generating leads or mobile-ready or no mobile strategy. The second, I would say, is not having a strategy. A lot of people will just go out and, um, you know, build a mobile app without having a solid strategy behind it. Uh, not setting up a responsive website, I think that's the number one thing. I think it's now uh, 21 to 25% of sites are not responsive. So, you know, more and more people realize it and they're doing it. But still, if, it's not, if you do not have a responsive website, that's the fourth uh, most important thing. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw this in really quick. The final thing is if you do have a mobile app, not marketing it. You still must market it and promote it like you would any other product or service. And many often, many often, Small business owners will not do that. They will get the mobile app and then it dies on the vine for lack of water and sunlight. <laughs> that's a good that's a good analogy. And so you survived the uh, six for six segment, Brenda. So thank you very much. <laughs> and yeah, yes, I did. It's a lot because I can talk forever, right? And you're listening to the Marketing Mojo Show with our special guest, Brenda Stoltz, CEO of Ariad Partners. And we have a question for our listeners today, and that is a good segue because our listener question is, is your website responsive for mobile customers? So our listeners are commenting about that. And you gave us 
some statistics about how many websites are not responsive, and I was surprised that um, it's only 20 to 25 percent because I seem to see a lot of websites that are not responsive. But first of all, why don't you start out by actually giving a definition because I also see that some people actually don't even know what it means to have a responsive website. Great, great place to start. Um, so responsive website, website simply means that the website, you can view the website across um, mobile platforms. So, for instance, on a, um Android phone, on an uh, iPhone, on a tablet, uh, various tablets, iPad, um, Windows-based, et cetera. So it responds to the device, and it you can see it. So if you think about it, when you've gone to a non-responsive site, you may have to scroll over or, you know, um, certain things don't show or it looks really jumbled and, and unclear. But if you're viewing it on a mobile site, it it's actually rendered properly for the device that you are on. And that's what a responsive website is. What what sort of costs does it take for uh, businesses to make sure their site is responsive? Right. That's, you know, it can cost tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands for mobile apps. But to have a responsive website, if you are the, a do-it-yourself type, there and say you're for instance you have a web a, word, a WordPress site, there are responsive um, themes on WordPress that you can buy for you know fifty nine dollars, ninety nine dollars, and set up yourself. Now, I will say this: I actually, unless you are really a do-it-yourselfer and you're a web person, I really don't think that. WordPress isn't as do-it-yourself if you're not technical, I think, personally. So you may have to pay someone. Well, you can get a website done for, you know, $1,500, you know, $1,250. You can, you can get them less expensive, but um, I always recommend that you um, make sure you get everything, you know, your design, your website, make sure it's integrated with your email marketing. I mean, make sure your whole website is geared to lead generation and not just a static site that will not allow allow you to um, generate leads. So, so, so you know, you might be, let's say, 1000 to 2500 You can pay more. You can pay 5000 You know, there's a huge range. But it doesn't have to be an, a, a huge expense. Um, and, it's, and it's so critical. It's so critical. Right. Right, right, and like you said, you, you're not sure about how much business you're losing by not having a responsive site. So, exactly, um, exactly, right. exactly. And it's the probably the least expensive thing you can do um, to be prepared mobily. If it's the only thing you do, it is, you know, just uh, uh, depending on what type of business it, it, it you are, it may be the only thing you need to do. And, you know, back to the, your question originally about the 21%, I, I agree with you. It seems to me I'm constantly coming across sites that are not um, are not mobile ready, and I find that um, to stat very low as well. That I, I've seen I've seen other like like I said, twenty one to twenty five percent, but I really question that. <laughs> so I'm right there with you. Right, right, 
Okay. Well, thanks for your um, insight, and it seems like it could be a simple fix, so that's probably um, good advice for today. Now um, we're going to spend a minute or two and review a marketing tool related to today's subject, and we've also touched on it a little bit, um, apps. What types of businesses should have a mobile app, and who, who should probably skip it? This is so um this is so difficult to answer. I think every business is different. Our reasons and goals are different. And what they accomplish will be different. So, for example, a business may wish to increase their leads. Another business may wish to increase their foot traffic for their brick-and-mortar store or restaurant. Um, they may, a business may wish to improve their brand loyalty and repeat or upsell purchases. There are all kinds of different goals, and they require different solutions and approaches. At a minimum, as we said, a responsive website is a must for everybody. We can we can say that without any hesitation. Every business needs a website. Every business needs a responsive website, right? Um, any business that wants to grow, that wants to you know be viable, that wants to be found, also we don't have this concept of the yellow pages really anymore, right? It's all about Google. So beyond that, it completely <laughs> depends on the strategy and goals. So. Um, what you need to do, what's very important, and what I would recommend people do is to, as I mentioned earlier, go into Google Analytics, analytics tool and um, figure out how your customers are accessing your site, how many of them survey your customers. Do they want mobile? And then think outside the box. Don't just think, well, I'm going to have a mobile app of my website. Because really, they can go to your website, which is now responsive because you took care of that, and it's the same thing. So don't duplicate that. Um, think about think think about something else. So, for instance, um, a restaurant may want a mobile app that helps to drive promotions. So here's you know 20% off uh, of dinner. Um, maybe it's geolocated, so they know you're in the area, and it'll push a notification out. Um, <clears throat> you know, menu access or a delivery order. Think outside of just here's my website. Um, and now it's on a mobile app. Think about what you can do, and then there are, there are other pieces. Make sure it is the content shareable, et cetera. One more point I want to make on this really quick is, um, and I mentioned this in an article that I wrote as well, there is a great company called Magellan who has uh, who, where small businesses can go. It's the best one I've seen so far, which is why I want to mention this. It's all right with you. I have no affiliation. I don't, I'm not getting paid to promote them. I don't get paid if anyone uses them at all. It is simply that this is very costly for small businesses. And there are template mobile designers out there, but most of them look like templates. They're not very well done. And they look cheap. And Magellan is the best one I've seen so far for really getting a custom app at a very low cost. Um, I believe, I want to say it's about 2500 and um, don't quote me on that, but I think that's what it was, which, again, is very inexpensive because also when you – Get a, have a mobile app developed, you need to have it developed for each platform, um, iOS, you know, Windows, etc. Android, and right. Magellan, mm-hmm. right. Magellan, you're only getting it, they, they basically code once and it goes across that platform. So just something to consider. But so anyway, it's not, it's not possible, to, you know, restaurants, I think, are, are a good one for everybody. I mean, I think, I think that if you want to grow and you have mobile, um, you know, visitors accessing your site from mobile platforms, and you need to think about what content they want and how you can deliver that and then consider mobile in that. 
piece of it. Right. It just yeah, it just seems like whenever you go to uh, websites now, everybody wants you to download their app. And so, you, you know, do you want to have all these apps on your phone hogging your your space? So it has to make sense that you would that the app would have something that you would need rather than just going to the website. At least for me, I, I know I find it to be annoying. You download an app and then it's like, well, why did I do that? Let me delete it right now. Exactly, exactly. I, I use I have a lot of news apps on my site, and I could go to the website and get the same news, but it is much easier presentation than on the mobile app, and and also different features on the mobile app than maybe on the um, website. There are reasons that you might want to duplicate some of that information, but but again, and you may still want your website, but I do think that you're absolutely right. You need to think about how they're going to use it. And and truly, the vast majority of website apps go nowhere. Um, the Dying on the Vines I was talking about, there's many, many apps that are built on Dying on the Vines for lack of sunlight and water. And when I what I mean by that is, you know, one, if they don't actually provide benefit to the users, then nobody's going to use them. Um, end of story. I mean, I'll download them and then delete exactly what you just said. And then two, you must promote this. You must get it out that you have this website and what the benefit is and, you know, market that. And many, many people don't. They get the website and they say download our app and that's the extent of it. And they don't really do much beyond that to promote it. And and, and so a lot of money is wasted on apps that don't have the right strategy or are not well promoted. Mm-hmm. Now, we talked um, off the air a little bit about uh, QR codes. And so, you can kind of compare the QR codes with the mobile apps in terms of doing it right because you're not necessarily a fan of the QR codes. Right, 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 right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. There is a parallel to the conversation. So if you think about QR codes, um, and when they first came out, they were very, very popular and everybody used them. But eventually they stopped being effective because they weren't being used correctly. And what I mean by that is companies would, say, for instance, create a QR code that um, that went to the website, their website. And who cares? I can just go into a, you know, type a company name, get the website, right? Why do I need to, you know, use my phone and scan this QR code to go to a website? Um, and then the second so, – so in other words, not good strategy. They were not providing things that people – needed or wanted it using the QR code. And the second thing is, in, especially in QR, the QR code um, situation, they would put it in places that were not accessible. So, you know, on the side of a truck that you're passing by. Well, who's going to scan the side of a truck, right? And right, or a billboard or, or something. Right, billboards. Right. Exactly, exactly. The same parallel with mobile apps. You can build a mobile app, but unless you are providing value, providing something that the user wants and needs um, when they do access it, then it's not going to be worth anything. Okay. Well, thanks, Brenda. And you're listening to the Marketing Mojo Show, and our special guest today is Brenda Stoltz, CEO of Ariad Partners, an inbound marketing and strategic strategic planning services company. Now, Brenda, we're headed to the water cooler to get the latest on what folks are chatting about, and the chat 
is about the mobile phone takeover. Amazon said about 60% of their holiday orders were done with mobile phones, not tablets, not laptops. In, in, in closing, are there any other things that we didn't talk about that small businesses should do to prepare for this? And I've actually even heard it called a revolution. So is there anything else that you can enlighten us about? You know, I think that um, revolution is a good term. Today we have laptops, smartphones, tablets, but also game consoles, smart TVs, smart watches. Um, you know, we need to understand the percentage of your visitors using mobile devices and what devices they're using. Um, again, it's not a matter of if it is now, and this is this is critical. The one more important point I just want to make is some stats, if you will, to leave you with when it comes to mobile. Search was the most common starting point with 48% of um, users going to mobile to search. And if you think about that, there's your yellow pages, right? And critical if you want to be found online, if you want to get new traffic and leads and revenue and increase that, that you be able to be um, found on mobile sites. Branded websites, are 33% and branded apps are 26% of starting points when it comes to um, mobile. So very, very important um, thing that small business owners need to pay attention to today, make sure that they have a strategy. Okay. Well, thank you so much. We're out of time today, so please tell our listeners where they can connect with you. They can connect with me at ariadpartners.com, A-R-I-A-D, partners.com, and um, I'd be happy to, or on Twitter, actually, at B.S. Stoltz, B-S-S-T-O-L-T-Z. I'd be happy to answer any questions either of those places. Okay. Thank you, and um, thank you for being our guest today, and thank you all for listening. You can continue the conversation on Twitter using the hashtag MyMarketingMojo, and remember to visit us online at www.lgkmarketingcc.com and to connect on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook for more information on upcoming shows. On behalf of small business marketers and owners everywhere, let's empower each other to maximize our marketing momentum. Join us next month for another episode of the Marketing Mojo Show. I'm Lisa Chester Weir. Thanks for listening to the Marketing Mojo Show. Join us next time for more innovative tips, strategies, and approaches to give you a thoughtful edge to maximize your marketing momentum.